Wrestling Elias Radio. Names on the Titan Tron. Now it's time to get it on. Choke slam the center bomb. This is one I carry on. Black Crook, I'm the big boss man. Known to be the whole after show. Fan Dam. Chill up with my wrestling. Elias fan. Paradox Tribal Chef. Duck Bang. You know me. Rip Eagles Ham. This is new corporation. McMahon. Editors extra, and then record on to the computer itself. Windows and G, and that's it. I just, computers do so many amazing things nowadays. I swear, I didn't have a computer. I had a typewriter. Damn it! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now computers are only smart as the people pushing the buttons. So I tell people that all the time. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a few uh coworkers that I know that um well they have they have like they have the latest phone, they have the latest laptop, a MacBook, and they don't do nothing but fucking watch Netflix and shit. And I'm like, are you uh, like why? Why you do this to yourself? And cry broke and shit. And I'm like, see, y'all this is why you can't be giving motherfuckers money sometimes. <laughs> Duh, what's good with you, sir? Shit, bro, just cool, man, man, just cool. Man, I, yeah, so, so my apologies. I, I've been trying to, like, you know, I've been trying to get with you to see when is a good time to come on the pod, man. I, I, I live a pretty busy life over here, it, 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 but contrary to popular belief, like, I, 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 I be pretty busy. I be, got a lot of stuff going on for, for somebody who only has a two-person household, I swear, we stay the most busy. Me and my wife both, man. It's just been crazy, crazy, crazy getting ready for the fourth quarter, as we like to call it, the winter time. So, it's not I'm here. Teams, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gotta make moves out here. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do a couple things, man. Yeah, I mean... Man, but how, how was your how was your Halloween? I was telling Rob, man, I, I loved his uh his family's uh costumes and stuff, him and his wife, and then him as the fiend and Thank you. kids Thank and you. all that, man. Like see, you know, I don't have these type of festivities at my crib because I don't have any children. Like our house I think our house is the only black house on the on the like dark house, not black figuratively, but like dark house on the street because we I, we weren't even home. Like, like, it's like, no, nah, I didn't want to be home because we didn't want people coming, knocking on the door and stuff. We ain't got no candy for nobody. Like, it was how, how was surprisingly, Halloween was very, uh, very just chill. We ain't do nothing yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that's only because her whole October has been filled with just Halloween shit. Like, gotcha. She went to, uh, like, her birthday party was October 15th. That's her birthday. Mm-hmm. October 15th. But, oh, the next day, she went to a costume party for her little cousin's birthday party. They went to a little spooky, kid-friendly haunted house. Um, she had a Christmas uh, Halloween party at her school. Uh, went to another Halloween thing. Another time, like, she was dressed up like a mug. October, so an actual Halloween, we got candy out the wazoo. So Halloween, we just she went to go kick it with her grandmother. 
Yeah. Let me ask you this, sir. Do, do, as a grown man and, and a and a homeowner, do you find the, the holidays a little different now in the burbs as opposed to like growing up? Oh yeah, for sure. Um yeah. like like I can say for me, like for my home, like my mom and dad. Like, they celebrate Christmas, we celebrate Christmas, but, like, they always have a type to entertain guests, you know, they, I went yeah. elsewhere to go do that, but now that I have my own place, like, I like <laughs> to have little, like, little things, you know, like, hey, you know, hey, Thanksgiving, we ain't gonna do Thanksgiving, but, yo, a couple of homies come through, bring some drinks, you know what I'm saying, get some food, Man. we just have a nice chill time. Christmas. What about you, Rob? You 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 prefer to host, or you prefer to go elsewhere for for your 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 holiday festivities and all that kind of stuff? Me, um, it's like I like hosting because mm-hmm. everybody always praises like, "Yo, we had a great time. We did great." And then you know, you look at your bank account after you're hosting, like, "Fuck, <laughs> I did too much." <laughs> but yeah, I always like. I always like hosting at my house. I mean, I have a three-bedroom apartment, and mm-hmm. you know, I have a lot of space here. So usually, I'll be like, "All right, y'all, y'all could come through." Everybody else's place is usually like a one-bedroom, two-bedroom. They got kids and stuff like that. Like, I, I won't, I don't want to crowd them. If I got space, how right. I see it, I, I would gladly have everybody. I mean, hell, all y'all, I'll, anytime y'all New York, I'll, they should I'll, be I'll, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell y'all, I am a terrible host. Like, <laughs> I, I, I am into, like, I will open my house to, you know, to, to, to my friends and loved ones and stuff. But, like, usually, like, when we have, like, um, uh, like, when people come up for Christmas and stuff, if miraculously or conveniently, I always have to work. I, I'm just like, here, here's the house. Y'all do what y'all want. I'll be back. Like my wife does all that hosting and stuff like that. I I I am a horrible host. Like I I, 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 I am I am such because I'm such a I'm such a like a, a a chill person. Like I'm I'm like you know everybody have. I'm glad everybody's having a good time. I'm like the person who. I'm like Russell at the end of Death Comedy Jam. Like I come in at the end. Like thank y'all for coming out. You know y'all have a good night. You know and that's about <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> I am such a horrible host. So you're you're the comedian host. You do the intro and they be like, oh well yeah, that's my that's my kitchen. Looks nice, right? All right, now my wife's gonna show you around and I'm gonna be back. Yeah, at the end yeah, of the, literally. That, that that is so me. Like like I you know. I, I am that person, Rob, if, if you and your family, or Duck, if you and your family, y'all come through, be like, okay, this the house, there's the kitchen, y'all go get whatever y'all want. Like, I'm, it, this this is where everything is, help yourself type person. Like, um, if y'all need anything, holler, but try not to need anything. Like, <laughs> I'll see y'all in a little I'm like, yo, the first time you come, I'll be perfect. You know, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, yeah, the second time, look, you've been here, you, you get whatever you want. <laughs> I get something, go ahead and get it. Here, you've been here. 
Hey, Doug, Doug, I'm over there. I'm over there looking. I'm looking over there. I'm looking hella parched. And you looking at me like, you know, like, you know where the kitchen at, Doug. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I got in here. Like, go get it. Like, <laughs> you see what you you for? It's right there for you. Don't worry. It's me. Chicken in there. Go fix your plate. Yo, it is crazy. Oh, but on a wrestler-related note, I am excited because uh, SummerSlam will be in Nashville next year. Or yeah, next year. So, nice. and which nice. is crazy because so I was initially planning on going to Dallas for Mania. Uh-huh. That was on my on my traveling schedule next year. It was going to be one of my tour dates, but. When I found out that they were coming here, I told my wife, I was like, she was like, you still going to go to Dallas? It's like, nah. And, you know, and reason being is because I've gone, I've been to WrestleManias before, and Lucky. I've yet to go to a SummerSlam, and plus, this is right here in my backyard. It's, it just makes makes more sense to just be like, yeah, i just stay here and go to SummerSlam. Yeah, people like it. You know, DC and you know. It's, I've it. never been to a pay-per-view. I've been to SmackDown, Raw. You know, they have the extra shows during or after or before or after. AEW, of course, that I've reported on. And it's I've never been to a pay-per-view. And I heard the energy is way, way different on a pay-per-view, too. It's more <laughs> unexpected. Like, how is WrestleMania energy? Like, that's my goal. So, I've gone to two. I went to 27, and I said this before, like, 27 being there live, that was when Miz and Cena headlined and The Rock came back or whatever. It was definitely right. a different vibe. But then when I bought the DVD, I thought it was the most boring show I ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> I was like, this can't what? be the same show that I was sitting in the crowd and watching. Like, and... I, w- I recently watched it years later, and I was like, oh, they had some pretty good matches on that show. Like, and I don't know why I thought it was boring. That You know, it, it's just different. It, 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 and then I went to uh, the last one in New Orleans, and uh-huh. uh, that was what Roman and Brock headlined that one. And yeah. that was that was when uh old boy went and picked out dude from the crowd and the kid from the crowd and uh, won the champion, tag team championships and all that. But it was cool, though. Mr. Strowman and uh, Nicholas. Or, yeah. I, I forgot his name, the kid. Shit. Nicholas. 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 Oh, there we go. See, you the one with the sharp mind, man. Yeah, I'm but like... Go No, like... Uh, Rob, if you ever get a chance, like, like just to go to like the uh, the access and all that stuff, that is it, just seeing all the different paraphernalia and stuff like that, and 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 seeing different people, like, so the WrestleMania access. What? Let me see. In New Orleans, I went to the Takeover there, the access, and then Mania, and. Wow. Listen, I I was so tired because I drove from here to New Orleans, which is about a seven hour drive. So, well, I used to drive for a living, so driving don't really bother me in that sense. Like, I I was just like, yeah, all right. But I 
would like I drove there on a Saturday and takeover was that night. So I get to New Orleans, check into the hotel, and I'm already tired. Like I literally I, I fell asleep at, at the show. Like I was that tired at at takeover. Like I remember some of the stuff on it. But I was like, I don't remember half of that shit. That I don't, I vaguely remember Takeover. Like I, like, that's like, a long drive, man. Seven yeah, hours. Yeah. I should have tired anybody out. Even truck drivers, give me a break, motherfucker. Yeah, and then so like when I went to Mania, mm-hmm. the the access was across the street from from the hotel, and um, and then like. I walked to the Super Bowl. Matter of fact, uh, Jason Jason was there at Mania as well, but we didn't. He stayed in a different area, and like I was talking to him, walking back to my hotel because you know me and Jason didn't know each other for years. So, um, we uh, we were talking to each other because he sat in a different area of the of the of the dome, which is a huge. Huge dome, Jesus Christ! The Superdome is 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 ginormous, but um, yeah. So I walked. It was about a ten minute walk from the hotel to the Superdome. It was it was fun though, man. It, it long as hell. Like I'm actually glad that they're doing two nights. Like I'm one of the few people. If you've been to a WrestleMania, you can appreciate them doing two nights instead of one. Because especially when they start making the things like seven hours long. Oh, that's too much for my blood, I man. That's a I'm long like, time to be sitting there watching. I'm missing. I'm gonna miss something. I'm gonna miss one of them fucking matches. I, I, I missed the entire women's battle battle royal because I was getting something to eat. It'd be like that. What's up, Clutch? Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. It's Monday, so you know what this means. Omega is the best champion ever. It's like we ended it last. It's like we ended it last. It's like we ended it last episode. (laughs) For the glory to acknowledge the tribal chief, Uh, yes, sir. And that's that's the wrong that's the wrong show, sir. Like uh, that's on Friday, sir. I know, I know, I know, I know. But you know, you don't have to wait till Friday to acknowledge the tribal chief. You know, you just, you just. Yeah. You and know. this is why I say Batman fans are just the Roman Reigns fans are just as bad as Batman. In fairness, though, in fairness, though, Duck, I do that on everybody's stuff, though. Every wrestling fan I know, I do this with. Like, my boys do a podcast also, and I always sit there when they do the, um, they little thing, I type in on IG Live. I always do the same thing, like I just said. I'd be like, gentlemen, what a glorious day to acknowledge the track. I don't, don't believe this man, yo. He actually once said, and we sat there, we had a whole conversation, serious conversation. He said that Roman Reigns can be Tommy Oliver. Who said this? This man Clutch said that shit. Clutch, he said this shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at guys, bro. He said this shit. Wait, wait, wait. I was what? like, dog. You know you said this. What's up? Now you know. You know this. You, you said this. When did I say this? 
Wait, is was it a post that you put on there or something like that? Um, I'm fucking with you, bro. I'm fucking with you. I'm just hey, looking at your chain, bro. I'm just hey. looking at your chain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, wait a minute. I know I talk my shit, but Tommy Oliver, that's a whole different ball game. That's a god level tier right there. I don't, I don't know. I don't oh know. What's the, uh, what's the, that, what's the podcast called? What's the podcast called? Uh, what's the podcast called? Yeah, the I one he fun. said he was. He, he always makes sure uh, to type in to like say, "Oh, um, yeah, shout him out." Oh, hey. oh, of course, of course. Shout out to my boys make in the sure. State Raw podcast. You know they always do some good content. Always have me joking and laughing over there. So yeah, shout out to the backstage bro. You know they okay. do some good work over there. I got, oh, cool. I, like that I got that time stamp. We're going to bleep that out. We ain't getting no pay. We ain't no free promotion, bro. Uh, I ain't getting no free promotion. Shout them out. Nah, they ain't shouting us out, bro. Shout us out. All right? 16 minute mark. In fairness, in fairness, I always do shout the WWA on theirs, too. So, you know, you know. All right, but all right, all right, we'll let it slide today. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I can't, you know, I can't go in there and not wave my own flag now, you know, I can't do that. Can't all, do right. that. all right, y'all safe for the day, yo. Next episode, <laughs> y'all can't believe Doug, you're gonna have to go in and, and, and sneak, sneak, listen to me. Like, is if, are we mentioned? Like, like, did they, did they shout us out? If not, yeah, I'm not delicious, They get the SEC oh, right. center button. <laughs> they gonna disrespect. I swear, watch Doug get disrespected. Like, yo, they was all talking, but you know, Doc was talking some shit. So now, nah, man, fuck that guy. Like, what you bro? Like, <laughs> try some respect on Duck's name. Always, always. Word, word, word. You know, gonna keep consistently cutting me off. <laughs> oh, so, so we did oh, have a little discussion. No, 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 about, no, don't, try uh, it up. don't try, don't try to change it up, man. Joke, go ahead. <laughs> Clutch, <laughs> your experiences with pay per views, um, WWE, AEW, WCW pay per views, and uh, live events that you've gone to, the energy, how you felt. And then when you got home and saw it, like, how did that, like, feel make you, like, how did that make you feel or respond? You are muted. I'm sorry. Repeat the question. Right now, bro. We were just going back and forth about our experiences with live events and stuff like that. Mr. Kodrick has been the lucky one to get to WrestleManias. I haven't even gone to a pay-per-view yet. I heard all the energy is totally different. You ever been to one of those, actually? I have yet to go to a pay-per-view. I'm trying to make Survivor Series my first one. I've I wanted to... I wanted to go to a WrestleMania. Either... I think Dallas, I don't think I'll be able to go this year, but I'm going to try to go to the one in California, hopefully, because, you know, that DOE schedule fluctuates from year to year. Ooh, but yeah. the last event that I've gone to was the one when... um. Undertaker was there. I think that was like his little farewell tour. And he was in the garden. He teamed up with Roman and Braun Strowman. So, you know, that was the first time I've ever seen the Undertaker live and in person. So for that moment, you know, 
even if it was towards the tail end of his career, you still get the feeling that, oh, snap, this is The Undertaker live and in person. Listen, listen, did, 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 they, did they cut the AC on full blast when The Undertaker came out? Because every time I've seen Taker, they've always, because he symbolizes death, and, you know, death is cold. So every mm-hmm. time they cut, it, it gets, you need a jacket in that damn arena when Taker comes out. They turn on that AC, that AC is blasted. Like, it, it is, like, cold. Cold as ice. Shout out to MOP, but it is it is cold as ice when Taker comes out. I was like, good God. Well, let me put it this way. This was in the summertime in July, so you already know that in New York. Yeah. Summer is its own type of weather in New York. So it was already they already had the temperature like the AC blasting in there. I think they just turned it down like a notch lower just to make it colder because of his entrance. Because I literally sat there and I'm like, yo, it got a little chilly up in here. Like, I'm serious, man. I, I the first time because I've seen him a couple of times live or what have you, and and I thought it was just like first time I seen it, I was like. Okay, like, you know, but then, like, I started seeing him over and over again. I was like, oh, that's part of his entrance. Like, it literally gets caught. Like, I'm thinking to myself, because I didn't start going to shows till I was an adult, but, like, I'm thinking to myself, no, one of them kids are scared, man. It's They cold. <laughs> <laughs> kids are cold. <laughs> kids are freezing. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I will say, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, but the crazy part is, is that you don't realize how cold it gets until you realize after his entrance is over. That's yeah. the crazy part. Yeah. Like, you saw a name in the entrance. You're like, oh, shit, this is like The Undertaker. Then you realize when you get back to reality, you're like, damn, it got cold in here. you looking for a jank. trying to bring a body heat up. And I'm like, oh, damn. I said body this. Heat. I said this when I went to uh, Raw at the beginning of the month here in Nashville. And speaking to to rob to your point about live crowds and just the energy i i said this i think the wwe especially they are more catering to a live crowd than they are to a tv audience because every show every raw smackdown or whatever that i've gone to i you know i record the show so i come back and i watch the show and i and i and especially like now, because people are so critical, like I'll, I'll see what people thought of the show and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but to be there and it, yeah. it's a whole different vibe, man. It's like you it could be the suckiest show on earth. But when you're there, none of that matters. You know what I'm saying? Like none of that matters, man. I, I tell I told somebody that there's only two times of the year that that I really seriously think about having kids. That's tax season. And whenever I go to a WWE show, that, that, he ain't lying, bro. He ain't you know, no, because like, you know, obviously because I don't go to a lot of kid oriented kid, you know, events or whatever, for obvious reasons, that would be, that would be rather, People be looking at me as a pedophile, like, like, oh, yo, why is he? I was just about to say, yo, Kodrick just got Disney on ice. <laughs> yeah, really like, so, so, where's your, so, so, where's your kid? Oh no, man, I just so, like Disney on ice. <laughs> so when I go to a show, obviously you see a lot of kids there, and man, yeah. when I tell you, 
and them kids, they it, it just especially as an adult, and you see the 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 influence and the reaction that the kids have. I get more joy out of seeing these kids or what have you enjoy themselves and stuff like that. Like I I I literally like I take one of my belts to the show now. Not for me per se, but just so if a little kid is there, he's like in awe of my belt. And I'm just like, you know, the, the Big E has the same belt, you know, whatever, right? But yeah, but it, it was like, so I, I'll let the kid take a picture with the belt. And so, like, and of course, their parents are just like, oh my God, thank you. He, da 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 da. As if I'm the champion. Like, no, I just, I just own a belt. But the kid, just seeing the kid being excited just to hold the belt or whatever, like, that that brings me joy. But just seeing them kids, man, I'd be like, I want to go home and make some babies. Baby, what you doing? Baby, you know, this is <laughs> <laughs> kids, B. B is sound amazing. So it's too Yo, you about, to, you about to change, you about to change it to Good guy, Kodrick. <laughs> yeah, market. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, just, it's just crazy, though, man. Like, I just love... People ask me all the time, like, do you still love wrestling as much as you did growing up? And I'm like, yeah. Like, I try not to... I don't think I've missed a show that has been in my local area since I started going back in 98, wow. 99. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, man. I don't think I've missed a show that, that has that has been in the city that I lived in or what have you. I think I've gone to to if I might have missed one or two in the last twenty years, but like I, I will forever try to be there. I just love I just love it, man. The atmosphere is so it's no it's like different a, than a rock you concert. Know, yeah, a rock concert or or or, or your or your favorite uh sports team. You go to their game, win or lose, you still gonna have a good time, just be immersed in the atmosphere. But yeah, it's a, it's a hold on that one. I've been to plenty <laughs> of Yankee games and then it's like fuck man. Like he's like fucking up. Right you go for summer from now. Some of them you might end up getting out of fight. Them soccer games be something different. Man, I didn't. I didn't know hockey was 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 real like that. Like hockey, I went to my first hockey game, and I'm not even a hockey fan. It just so happened that uh, I was on tour, which, which for for those listening at home, meaning I was out of town somewhere. But I was on tour, tour. and uh, I was in Cincinnati, and I went to. I don't even know the name of the hockey team in Cincinnati, but like I went to a hockey game. Are they? I, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I just know that they was having like a, a charity game where they were doing stuff for for the kids or whatever. And uh, if you bought like a stuffed animal or something, you could get hockey tickets for like five dollars or something like that. So oh, me and my no. wife, we went to a hockey game, and we were just like, "Yo, they, yo these kids, they really are like." They about to smash. They smashing each other into the wall. I'm like, "Oh, they do this in real life, huh?" Like. Like, this ain't no joke. Like, it's <laughs> no hockey got down like that. Like, people, a lot of people just go to see the fights. Like, <laughs> like and hockey is expensive. Blood on the ice today. Come on, let's bet. Yo, but hockey is expensive, man. The the president, the predators play here, 
And man, you would think you were going to a Titans game, getting tickets for them damn hockey tickets. I'm like, shit, I don't like hockey that much. Like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> well, Survivor Series tickets are still out there, and and I mean, I don't know how it is in the other states, but uh, it's on the 21st. The next that whole week is mainly a day, a week off for kids. So if you're in the New York area, I'll, I would advise it. Just take your kid, take your kid out there. Illinois Survivor Series experience and the tickets I've seen are still like forty eight bucks, fifty bucks. Unless you got a listen, whole plan on with you, you know what I mean. You know, you got a whole listen, squad. And that, so, so somebody posted in the group um, about pay per views being on a Saturday. And see now, to your point, Rob, this is why I think it's a smart move for people mm. for for the company to put pay per views more on Saturdays because. You know, if if Duck, if you want to take your family to New York for the weekend and you got to, you know what I'm saying? Nine times out of 10, you're off that Sunday. So you can go to New York and go to the show and take your kids to the show or whatever. Take your family to the show. Come back that Sunday. Be to work by Monday. It's a win-win for everybody. As opposed mm-hmm. to going and having a show on that Sunday. Now you got to take off Monday. Kids got to miss school. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, you know, it's just a, I, I just think, I know a lot of people say that there might be a bad move, but from a business standpoint, I just think it's smart. Like, mm-hmm. even for, for like, um, Raws, I don't know if you guys have paid attention, like, if you ever been to a Monday Night Raw, especially during the school year, I and have. you, like, I, I've been to shows, like, I remember when, um, this was in 2013, I think. And John was champion. And I was mad at the WWE as if I had kids of my own. But I was mad at them because they brought John Cena out at 10 to 11. Like, he didn't come out to the very end of the show. And if you look around oh, the arena, half of the arena got towels and blankets on them. They're asleep. The kids are asleep because it's past their bedtime. And I'm like, why are you like? I just thought that was like, I was like, damn, like they, they, like, yeah, they dropped the ball on that one. (laughs) What? I think I remember around that time they started making sure John Cena opened the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, for that, for that reason, which is yeah, because again, it's like. If you only could take the kids to the show, and the sh- the, the, if you have to leave that third hour just to get home so you can put the kids to bed, at least they got to see what they really wanted to see, which was John Cena or, you know, or whoever the top face was in, at the time or whatever. But yeah, like, yeah, let John come out there early. <laughs> I, I think that's why those live shows are so important, though, just because if you are at the the television show, you know, you get to sit, go to the live shows. The live shows aren't as long. They maybe be like an hour, right? Almost maybe yeah. the most two hours tops. So right. aren't as long. There's no story to it. So you, you know, they're right. cutting out the segments with like maybe two to three minutes out of a two hour show, right? So those live shows, they're going straight to the action and the interaction. That's really what it is for the live event. Yeah. So the kids, yeah. They get to go to the live shows. They get to see who they want to see. And then they go home happy. So I think that's why, like me, I was contemplating going to the 
there's a Raw after Survivor Series only because they advertise Roman for it. And obviously, mm-hmm. again, y'all already know this. I work within the school system. So me, I know that's a Monday night. But then I realized, as you said, I still got to get home, right. shower, get whatever <laughs> I need done before I got to go to bed, still find something to eat before I go to sleep. And you, then you do all that your fumes Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and then yeah. I still work after the one I have. So after that, by that point, actually, no, I'm off that Tuesday. So actually, okay. But, you know, it's just the little things where it's just, that's just a long, mm-hmm. long a day. Yeah. Especially kids, if they're in school all day, they get up early, then they come home, do the homework, then travel to whether it's the Barclays, MSG, Arthur Ashe, whatever the case may be. And then, you know, they come home. Now, now that the fact that they opened up Arthur Ashe and this in Queens or whatever the case may be, it might be a little bit different because they're closer to home for some kids or whatever the case may be. So that might be a little different, but that's a determined outcome. Again, if, if, you, if you think about it, you know, I, I said this to that response to like... I personally wouldn't take my child to an AEW show. And it has nothing against AEW. I just don't think that they have enough appeal to a crossover audience. Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like, for a young child. Like, I'm looking around and, like, I don't know if y'all checked y'all Instagrams or what have you, but you see different people. They're they're dressing up as Bianca and Montez Ford. They're dressing up as, 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 these characters from the WWE. I don't see any Orange Cassidy costumes being running around here on Instagram like that. So I would the WWE just more appeals to a family oriented company. Like like I, right. I would say if I was it, if the three of us or the, the, the if the four of us would say, yo, yo, let's go out. Yeah, let's go to the AEW show. Just, just the fellas. We gonna go and we gonna cut up. We gonna have a good time. We gonna drink. We gonna da 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 da. That's great. But like, my wife and kids, nah. We we'll, we'll go to the WWE show. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, <laughs> so man, I just, I don't know, man. Oh, I agree. Like, 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 yeah, but y- y- y'all have kids. Maybe I'm wrong. I- I'm a little biased because I don't have kids, but I'm just looking at it like, I mean, uh, God, would you? I, I, personally, I agree. Like, like AEW, nothing about it screams kid friendly. It's right. cool. It's edgy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, hey, I, I expect any of these people to be like, don't be a bully, be a star. Like, I don't. You yeah, know, you ain't for them, right? Like, yo, they, WWE is the Disney Channel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that smarter—they've been smarter about a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, I—they've been semi throwing around the s, like you know, saying shit, like really, really small. AEW yeah. like uses it, like I think uh, Botchamania. If you guys watch Botchamania. They've been making, he made fun of it, like with the South Park episode where they said shit too much. And it's mm-hmm. like, whoa, man, this is a, getting quite kind of boring, them saying shit all the time. It's like, true. It was every you know. second that AEW was trying to say shit or if, like they tried to, you know, cuss and stuff like that. And it's like, I, right, but like, 
you know, it's getting dumb. Like, you know, get to get to the action now, because y'all just using that term way too much now. It's too much. I just I just look at it like you know it, it's it's again if I'm taking my family to a show like that like let them to Clutch's point like you know let the kids see what they're gonna see and if I need to leave because it ain't gonna hurt me if I don't see the whole show you know what I'm saying but if my child got to see their favorite performer you know. Then, then that's all that matters. That's all. That's all they're gonna remember. Hey, dad took me to see, you know, the new day, or I saw such and such and such and such. Like that's all they're gonna mm-hmm. remember. They don't remember. Well, who was in the main event that night? Hmm? I, I, I know I saw Kofi. That's no. Well, it's the way AEW presents itself. I mean, they don't the uh, the music. Is old older school music. Jungle Boy's theme is how old? Chris Jericho, no kid is gonna know that one. You know, you're not gonna know these guys. And then, besides them flipping around and doing everything cool, it's not presented like it is with WWE presenting it for kids and adults. So, is anybody gonna have this conversation? Because I know you guys, you guys are talking about the whole uh, Tony Khan thing and all that stuff. Uh, last week and is anybody gonna have this conversation about if AEW were to become the number one company in wrestling they will have to be more WWE like which they will have to literally go against what they initially started on doing like they're gonna have to be more you're gonna have to send I guess uh, uh, well, you're gonna have to send Kenny Omega to Power 105 to do interviews. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to give Cassidy that network special. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't think none of these guys want to do that. But if that's Tony Khan's goal, that's how you become the number one organization in wrestling. You have to appeal to crossover audiences and. You know, I, I don't know if Tony Khan realizes that. Like, like you, you're yeah. not going to be the number one company being where you're at now. You know, that's I was going to say that's that's really what their advantage and their disadvantage is. But, you know, because they don't have the like deals and they're not on these global platforms that the WWE has, mm-hmm. they are able to be that type of, you know, that company that they envision themselves being opposed to, you know, how WWE has these platforms where you, again, as you know, the Biggie was just on that media tour for like 5.1 and all of that. Or you'll see Sasha Banks in the Mandalorian or... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Roman was in a Fast and Furious series and installment for Hot Shorts. Like you see them in different places other than a wrestling ring, like you know. And AEW again, brand is for the hardcore wrestling fans, where they're only going to be known as wrestlers or sports entertainers, whatever the case they want to call them. They're only going to be known as things that's such that nature. So now it's again where I believe Paul Heyman alluded to investment. Texting a uh, a company where he has a lot of investments, he has people watching, and he has people where he's trying to have a certain audience that is like, oh, okay, I'm gonna have 
these kids watching this, so I gotta be careful how I portray this guy, this girl, whatever the case may be. It's just as you said, how look at all these little boys and girls who are dressing up as Bianca Belair and Montez Ford. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So they're out there on a bigger platform because they go to these schools, they go to right. these that within these places where kids see them face to face and they're talking to these kids. AEW isn't doing that, granted, because that's not what they're doing. However, I yeah. do agree that they are going to try to sit there and expand as they want to. They're going to have to do something. I'm not saying it has to be exactly what WWE does, but they're going to have to do something to appeal than other than the fans of what they have. How they will they do that? I'm not overly sure. Can y'all hear me? It's, it's, it's um, like, can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? So if I, if I may interject real quick. What they promise Yo, and what they me? keep delivering. Yeah, on... we can hear you, Doc. Okay, because every time I keep trying to talk, Hold I keep up. getting cut off. Hold up. So, like, oh, oh, go, go, go ahead, Doc. Go, go ahead, Doc. Nah, I mean, does anybody else have anything to say? I got cut off. Like, you getting cut off. Like, Does anybody else Sir, the floor is yours, sir. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Like I was saying, I don't even think AEW is going to try to do that again because, again, if you get on the side, they know that that'll never happen. WWE is just too speed of a thing to just be taken down good wrestling. So, I don't really think it ever really happened. If it did happen, of course they're going to have to go against everything they said. Now, the issue would be what would happen to that core fan base when they become next. Are they going to leave? Are they going to be pissed off? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they gonna be like oh, you're actually coming with Vince what? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the real question I would want to know. What do y'all think about it? Like, if they do become number one and do have to be what is. is the core fan base still going to be there, or are they going to leave and switch on them like they did the WWE? Oh, they're going to switch. They're definitely going to switch. Let's be clear on that. Like, like it, it, and that's that's that's. I mean, it's not just in wrestling. Like, it happens all the time. Look at people in music who we we love them as underground artists, but they want to become bigger artists, so they did the quote unquote. Top collabo and people just shitted on them. It's like, nah, it ain't, it ain't what you know what they used to do or blah blah blah. You know, they just wanted to broaden their audience. Like, so yeah, they, that's why I don't, I don't wrestling. To, I said this before, wrestling fans are fickle. Like, I, I just oh, super fickle. Uh, d- 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 I think you said this heavy one time on before. Huh? Nah, he said super fickle. I said heavy on the super. Yeah, like, 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 Doug. I think you said this one time. It's like, uh, in a earlier in a in a podcast before I was listening, you said something to the effect of people are rooting for the company. It's like people. It's cool to root for the company to take Vince McMahon down, only to go against them once they get on top, which is crazy. Like, like people want to hate on the WWE so much and root for AEW so much. To the point that once they get to that level, they're gonna shit on them. Like it, it's it it it's, it's this, and this is not me, you know, bashing either company. This is just we've seen this happen before, you know. And ironically, by hook or crook, everybody comes back to the E. 
Nobody went back to WCW because they, they went out of business. TNA got hot for a split second, but then it was like, you no. Know, and for whatever, and maybe it was their own fault, meaning TNA, because they, they started turning into WWE light, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But people, it's like, oh, is this is the new company. Yeah, this is the one that's going to take them down. And once they get to that that certain level, people just like, nah, this ain't cool no more. Like I, I, I don't take wrestling fans serious to that for that for that reason alone because it's like, yeah, well, wrestling fans are like white blades. Yeah, facts. They go back and forth. They switch sides. And they go back and forth. But they still come yeah. back to the same place where they was once started. Exactly. I mean, I feel the same way. Like, I feel like, I feel like you have, I feel like there should be a nice amount of people who actually sit there and actually sit there and be like, oh, we did it. We took down events and actually stay there and be okay when they become events. Because again, it ain't exactly events is the problem. It's just that they just hate events because it's something cool to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they so have like, to start having a mainstream appeal, and they're not having that. That's the AEW's problem. They have to start shift. One, they got to start minding their own damn business with the demo talk and all the other bullshit. And then it seems like every other article every day has to be Tony Khan or the Bucks or the Elite or Cody or somebody talking about WWE. And I'm like, yo, sh- can y'all just. Stop and yeah. focus and start expanding yourselves to be a not just a wrestling product, but sorry, you're gonna have to be a mainstream product, and that's the way right. you're gonna get these people. But how can you do that when you're the fans that's the fucking issue? You right. know what I'm saying? But, like it ain't just them, like we keep like like we often put it on them and I get it there to get them. This stupid war is only because. You're right, Doug? Yeah, I'm right here. Why was up? I know, it just like fades out. out. Yeah, it like, fades, sir. He just like the stupid war. <laughs> Are you sleepy? It's okay, man. It's only, it's only 9.30. <laughs> Doug's feeling nice over there. That's what it is. Nah, I'm, I'm chilling. Can you hear me? With the rubber duckies. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, I don't really think it's necessary. Like, fuck, I forgot my thoughts. Fuck it. Go ahead, man. So, <laughs> to, to, to your point, Rob, of, of them becoming a mainstream. You know, I, I said this before, like, a lot of times people blame the company for them not getting the quote-unquote push, but I think a lot of times, I made this analogy where <laughs> part of being a WWE superstar, it, if you equate it to your regular day job, right, a lot of people don't want to work overtime. A lot of people don't want to, they just want to come in, do their job, and go home. And the job, the, the analogy there is wrestle. A lot of people just want to wrestle, come in, have the best wrestling match today to their to the best of their ability, and go home or go to the next town and do it all over again. That's what they don't 
have dreams and aspirations of being a quote unquote media star. That's mm-hmm. why a lot of a lot of people they're not concerned with talking or, or building up their promos. Like, no, mm-hmm. I'm athletic. I just want to go in and and show my athleticism. Well, in the WWE, it requires you to do more than just wrestle. You hear all the time where people say wrestling is only the small part of it. You know, they, they require uh, Clutch spoke on the uh, the media tour that Big E is, was just on in New York. That's overtime. That yep. A lot of people don't want that. That's why a lot of people are like, nah, you can keep that belt. <laughs> like, like I, I have a very comfortable salary without having to do all that extra stuff. Like, if you see, I remember, like, watching uh, episodes of Total Divas, and I look at, like, uh, Natty and uh, TJ's house, Tyson Tyson Kidd's house or whatever. You look at somebody like, uh, and you're like, damn, they living pretty comfortably for, for somebody like Natty who isn't a Bianca Belair or who isn't a Sasha Banks or a Charlotte or whatever. She right. would be considered on a lower tier. She's living pretty comfortably. Like she, why, why does she need a title if she wants to make a good living doing what she loves? Why do that? The, the, I think in the real world, the objective is to go to work, make as much money as you possibly can with by doing the least. So, you know, for AEW, Rob, what you're saying is for them to become a to become to take it to the next level, they're going to have to become more media friendly. What's going to happen when Tony Khan says, "Hey, I want to take it to that next level," and he goes to a John Moxley who definitely has no interest in doing anything extra outside of, especially because he just had a kid, you know, he's enjoying his wife or whatever. Hey, can you go and be on this show or can you go do this show? And dude, this ain't what I signed up for. Like, right. I just, I just, Chris Jericho is a media star. You oh, know, yeah. he got, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he, that's why he's been on any show. He's been right. on, he's been on Howard Stern and everything. Right. Like that. He, that, that's he, why he, but like, what I'm saying is, I don't think, uh, Hey Man Adam Page wants to be in, uh, whatever western bar movie that's coming out next year that's not what he wants to do like you know what i'm saying like and vince will be like hey you're the cowboy they got a new cowboy movie coming let's 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 try to get you to appeal to this person who may not see who may not see you every wednesday or whatever but you know, because TNT used to be famous for Westerns and all that stuff like that. Like, hey, let's put you on this. And that way, that might draw more audience who watch that show. Like, hey, well, what does this guy do? Oh, he wrestles. Let me go check him out. That's Vince's mentality. But a lot of these guys, they don't want to do that. And I can't blame them. Like, <laughs> I'm a supervisor at my job. And, and I ask my guys all the time, you want to work all the time? No. I just want to come in, do the shift, do the shift, do the shift that I, and I can't make them. So, and and that's their, that's their prerogative. Like, Hey, the opportunity is there to make more money or what have you. But if they're like, I make very, I do good now for what I'm doing. 
without working all this extra hours. I don't have to live at my job. I can come in, do what I'm supposed to do, go home. And I think, so when you talk about why people aren't getting pushes or whatever, I said this before, a lot of these guys, they don't want it. I don't think it's the company don't have anything to do with them, don't have nothing for them. It's just, I don't think that they want the extra responsibility. And truth be told, I can't be mad at that. It's like saying, like, Duck has a young child. So, and I don't. So I, in the real world, I'm probably going to be more flexible than he is because he has other people to consider at his house. I don't. So I might be more prone to be like, yeah, I'll work extra. I'll come in tomorrow and work this, that, and the other. Duck might have a dance recital that he has to go to that he can't work. So being that I'm more willing to work more, well, I could use Kodrick more to be more of this. Let, let's push him. And Doug, Doug probably be like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I, I don't want to spend, I don't want to be away from my family no more than I have to be. Right. I'm good. Um, Just pay me what you're supposed to pay me, and I'm good. So I, um, I said, uh, Doug, yeah. no, I was going to actually ask, like, have they officially said this, or are we just falling into like AEW propaganda bullshit? Like, have they actually said like, like I know they said we're not really entertainment, but have they actually went as far as to say like they don't want to do the the tours on the radio and things like that? Like, I've heard different people say that on, on interviews, like they don't want to do all the extra tours and stuff. Like just over the years, people have said that. Like I know uh, Moxley is one of those people that he said over the years, he didn't want to do all that extra stuff. Like he, he has no desire because it, it, he's not a people person. He doesn't like interviews anyway. Like it's, like it's people at every, all. you know what I'm saying? Like, like I just heard various people say that. I, I don't think you know, just certain people, you can just tell by their personality. Like, really, do, do you honestly think uh, MJF wants to go in and, and talk to middle school kids? You know what I mean? Like, now, keep him far away as yes, possible. Yes, yes, he would. He would. He would. He would. He would put the quickness for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, for all the wrong reasons. Mr. MJF, Mr. MJF, how can I be like you? You can't have been it. swallowed. Like what the fuck? Exactly. Two people you need to keep away from. Never mind. I'm not gonna make that joke. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but like, you know, I just think like a lot of times people just just they don't want to do all that extra that extra stuff. I, I remember uh if you go back to think about when John and Nikki Bella was dating and John didn't want to get married because he wanted to focus on his career and <laughs> like, and you see how much John ran like as far as being at shows, doing media, doing this, that, the other blah, 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 blah. I could see why he wouldn't want to focus. He wanted to put his career first. I could see that. You know what I'm saying? Now that he's kind of taking a step back from he's doing movies, which has a lot lighter schedule. Now he done got married. He's doing okay. <laughs> Imagine I'm, that. 
I remember he said he didn't want to get married because he went through that path before and it kind of didn't end well. Yeah, because he because he was always on the road. It's like you, if you think about it, if they, if they wrestle clutch, if they, they what now? I thought he was like cheating on his girlfriend. Yeah, him, and, him and Mickey had a little something going on. Listen, man, if you think if you that, record, everybody has something going on. Yeah, look, if if I'm gonna equate it to something, you look at people who who've been in the military and they've been overseas for God knows how long, and then you find out that this person had girlfriends over there, or this, that, and the other, that because they're they're not at home. they're at home for what. A month out of twelve months total, right. you know what I mean? Like, like, that, yeah, it, 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 it's a crazy, 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 you know, job. I, I remember, um, you know, if I if I were married, yeah, I, I would be a, a over the road trucker or or be somewhere working on a pipeline somewhere. Be a be a uh, airline attendant. I have a different chick in every city. Damn right, like <laughs> like I'll be the biggest hole on the planet. Like, <laughs> like I see you next month. Don't worry. I like like don't even worry about it. I got you. You know, just have the spot ready for me when I touch down. I'll be down for a couple days. But you look at musicians and stuff. They go through that same regimen where they they on the road so much for six months out of year. They on tour, whatever, whatever. It's like. It's a it's a hard life, and I don't. And now that that people are making more, you know, than they used to, because now that we have the guaranteed contracts, where people know what they're going to be making, so they mm. get a they get a daily, they get a weekly or bi weekly paycheck, just like the just like any of us who work on a regular job. Before they they was like they didn't know how much they would get paid. I heard Kevin Nash say, "Man, they they would wait." For the pay per view checks, just to see how much the, how much it grossed, how much the gate was, because that's how much they check would be. But they, how, I don't right. even know how you would budget off of that. Like, how much your check gonna be next month? Mm-hmm. Have to wait and see. Like, you know, <laughs> that's when, like I'll let you that, know what I got. Back with the NWA times and the Southern promotions, the Jim Crockett promotions, no, and all but, that but, stuff but, like that. Not, no, but Rob, here's the thing that 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 was up until Scott and Kevin went to WCW with the with the NWO and they got the guaranteed con- that was in the nineties. Like they never had guaranteed contracts. I swear they did. No, but what I'm saying, like before then, only like three or four people had guaranteed contracts. There was like people like uh, Flair, Hogan. Hogan, Savage, maybe Sting. But those are like your top four. Everybody else, they work. It's almost like they worked off per diem. Like, Ooh, that's, like it's, that's what made Scott and Kevin go to WC because Eric started offering more people guaranteed contracts. That that's what really shifted the whole business because it's like, look, so, huh? Imagine, imagine, imagine like if you was a a a, a server at a restaurant you don't know how much you're going to make when you go in because it's based on how many people you serve and how well they tip you right now but if you take it from the cook the cook gets an item he makes x amount of dollars an hour he know he's going to be there for eight hours or whatever he already knows what his check is going to be for that for that week because he knows how many hours he worked 
that server, her life is based on tips. Well, how much? How much did you? How much? Like, I, personally, I couldn't do it because I need to know what my. I listen. I budget my money out for months on end to come. So I, Ooh, I, 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 I need to know what I'm looking at. Before, you know, like, you know what I'm saying. So if I show you my books, like I have books in my, in my bag, I will. What are you doing? Like you write, you do a, ma- a lot of math over there. I am trying to plan every mm-hmm. card, credit card, payments. Like shit needs to be get done. Like I'm not fucking around. Yeah. This is adult life. We can't just be like, all right, let's just let's just wing it. You can't fucking wing life right there. So, so like to 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 Doug's point though. Yeah, I, I just don't see a lot of those guys in in AEW. If you if you notice, other than like your like, I was surprised when Brian got released based up because I know he would be he would be that Vince guy to go to different charities and stuff like that. But everybody else, I was just like, yeah, because. You know, I just don't think that they wanted to do or wanted to be in Vince's idea box. Like everybody, everybody who's going to AEW either A has either passed their prime and that's no knock on them or B, I just don't think they really had a desire to. I don't think Rusev wanted to be a, a, a media person. Like I just don't. I don't think, oh, well, I know Mox, Mox didn't want to be a media person. Uh, Christian, he doesn't strike me as a media person, you know. Uh, and I just based that off of just their personality, just listening to them on podcasts or in, in interviews or whatever. They're very private people. It's like, I'm, I'm good. Let me just go out there and wrestle. So when I see these people going to... Uh, Sorry, the shut up and wrestle thing came in my head. Yeah, shut, shut up, up and wrestle. Shut up and wrestle. <laughs> I want to <laughs> shut up and wrestle. <laughs> like, fuck this. <laughs> I get it, man. Wow. I, I, I get you. I get to your point. I get the point. I get the point. Question. Yeah. yeah. Question. Um, all right. So, I seen this earlier. I posted a video of this one specific guy talking about on his list uh, sports entertainers versus wrestlers. And um, he said Edge and Christian, pro wrestlers, the the Hardy Boys, sports entertainers. Do you agree with that or no? What's the difference? Um, One actually wrestled. One, so from what I gathered, think of it like this. What's the best example I can give you to kind of get you to see what I mean? Like, okay, um, Hmm. Hmm. Wow. I get what you're saying in terms of that, but it's as I kind of where I brought it back to before where I said that every bit of sports is a form of entertainment. We watch this stuff so we could be entertained. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Like I get what you're saying, like as far as that. But what he was more so talking about is People who actually go out wrestle and put on matches, and people who are great at oh. entertaining while wrestling, like, mm. like, like that's why I was like, for example, like how they called Jeff yeah. Hardy when he started. Right. Yeah, I, I get like, it. I get it. Yeah, okay, like, yeah, that's what I was trying to, you know, say. Like, it's the it's the fine line between people who like Cesaro. 
wrestler. 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 He's a hell of a wrestler. He's he's just, just go through just go through people. What's gonna give the opinion right there? See, this is I gotta actually look at the video at the same time, but it was like um I can think of a few. It was like uh the bloodline were pro wrestlers, sports entertainers were the elites. Yeah, oh really? hell yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? They just dress up as Ghostbusters and they go be like, oh, we're serious. Oh, fucking not. Stop. They did the basketball wow. fucking thing. That was See, fucking but that's crazy. the thing. Like, and who they are now, absolutely entertainers. Yes. But were they that before? No. Okay. Actually, in a uh, way, way they, they was, but they wasn't. Because when they was in Japan, remember, they was doing this stuff on their own they own show with the YouTube series. And they were acting like a bunch of fools on that shit. Right. So, but when it came to the New Japan shows, yeah, they, yeah, they it were putting on it wrestling matches. Yeah, because the, yeah. the closest thing to a sports entertainer that New Japan has is Naito and Yanu. The closest <laughs> oh, to Wow. Okay. Okay. Who is her MJF? Go ahead. Was okay. MJF in Japan? No, I was going to say MJF, pro wrestler, uh, male no. sports entertainer. Both are entertainers. I would disagree with that one. Really? I would disagree with that one. Uh, how do you feel then? So, uh, so, and, and, go ahead. So, 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 are we saying that the if the wrestler doesn't have a character, then that makes them an automatic pro, pro wrestler if they're a straight shooter? No, or I, no, absolutely like, not. Because like okay. Hangman, Hangman could be considered a pro wrestler, and he's like a fucking cowboy. You know, right, right. Like, I got you. I got you. you I got know, you. Like you can have a character, but like. We know well, even the Miz can go in the ring, but the Miz is just more entertaining than he is. Well, I think, I think the Miz is actually a decent wrestler. I think I don't think the Miz gets the credit he deserves as a pro wrestler. He doesn't. I, 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 I just don't like. I <laughs> he does. I, I just don't. The I don't only time laugh I at the Miz. I don't mean the laugh time, at All the time I will. I will. I will. Uh, uh, shoot on the Miz is when he tried to do the figure four. He should never do that again. God, like that's just horrible. But but again, his, his his figure four was about as bad as the Rock Sharp Sharpshooter. That uh, shit was man. horrible. Like no, I, I and, Rock Sharpshooter was garbage, bro. Right, that was it was trash. He looked like it, he was more was. in pain all the fucking time <laughs> than the opponent, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like. No, oh, nobody shit. wants to talk about that though. But like, or or, or giant springboard stunner. No. Trash. Oh no, it's horrible. Oh no, that was trash. Like, but oh, as far as the Miz, I, I think, but I will agree, Miz is more entertainer than he is wrestler. Just, just based on his outside endeavors, and and Miz is a star, like right. hands down. But like, I, I just don't think Miz gets enough credit for him, uh, for his wrestling ability, especially coming from nothing and in house talents or whatever like when people say well who has the wwe produced in-house you know everybody goes with roman or they go with orton but miz is right there with him like yeah. if miz will be in that top five people 
that started within the company from knowing nothing, i.e. your Roman Reigns, your uh, Randy Orton, yes. your John Cena's, your, uh, you know, from start, Miz will be in that conversation as far as what he's accomplished. And I, you'd be hard pressed if you, if you're looking at it objectively to find a bad Miz match. I challenge anybody to do that. Like just, just a straight up trash Miz match. I challenge anybody to t- t- <laughs> just his accolades alone. Yeah, I. You're not gonna find bad Miz matches. You'll find maybe mediocre. Unless you Some go hard, like, not like uh, garbage, but 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 when he won that title, all of us knew he was losing that shit. Quickly, the Bobby Lashley. <laughs> his look on his face was like, "You got to wrestle Bobby Lashley." Like, it was like, it was like when I said, "I think I said this months ago on one of the podcasts." I think maybe possibly when I was like, "When you catch that motherfucker that's been talking trash to you online all the time," that was Bobby Lashley. And but nurse- I mean, he to his credit, he tried at least. Damn it, he he, he didn't try to. He ran around. He ran away. Whatever. But that's his character. And the character, character is a lot. And then the character is like a Ric Flair. I would say The Miz is like a kind of how Ric Flair is not as grand or um, as big. But The Miz in his head is to Listen, himself. Listen, if, if, you, if, you, if you wanted a bigger inspirational story, I, I challenge anybody to give me a better inspirational story than The Miz. If you go from start to finish, like cause it, it is very very well publicized how he's he had a dream i didn't even watch the real world like i didn't know who he was like i had to go back and watch the real world and just see how he how he was literally anybody who grew up as a fan has done some of the stuff that he's done walked around you know impersonated wrestlers and stuff like that people laughed at him then when he came in the company, people didn't take him serious. They got they kicked him out the locker room. You know they bullied him, this that the other. And look at that man. That man's a damn millionaire just for for pursuing his dream and not giving up on it. And I hate to sound corny in that sense, but persistence. I'm telling you, man. That I, I dare anybody to find a more inspirational story in wrestling than than Mike Mazzani. I, I, I will. I will. I will, say, I will forever. Hold. If, if I, if I, if I had a child who was in doubt or whatever, I would tell them watch the story. When that man goes and write a book, because I'm pretty sure he'll write a book. He should have already. Listen, man, <laughs> man, because the Miz. Let's be clear, the Miz was not supposed to be as big as what he is now. He, he. Like everybody, including myself, when he came out with that little the, the the guitar riffs, and I remember when he was hosting the Diva Search, and I was like, "This oh, dude ain't gonna make it." fucking Diva Search. Miz Miz was dropping <laughs> pipe bomb promos like long before Punk did. Like, I'm, like if people can say what they want, man. If you if you talk about, and I'm not saying he's the best wrestler alive but he's not bad if you want to talk mm. fight skills he's up there with the best of them he's mm. uh I- i'm surprised he isn't he hasn't been champion or vince hasn't put him 
at the focal point of that company more because of who he is and how he's he's a great PR person. Like if I wanted oh, to send yeah. somebody out there to promote my brand, I would send Mike Mazzani. Hands down. He 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 has a good voice, he's intelligent, and then he just looks happy. He, you give him anything, and he just looks. At, he got a hot wife, got a beautiful family. I was about to say, you ain't see his wife, damn it! God damn, Listen, man. What does she keep having kids? God damn. Again, and, and 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 you look at somebody like the Miz again, the the little goofball from the real world. It, on, on paper, he wasn't supposed to end up with Maurice. Nope. nope. Like Maurice. Oh, no. Like I I I was not a fan of Maurice, like looks wise or wrestling wise when she wrestled, but I was just like, I love Maurice now. Like the, the mom Maurice, I love yeah. like the family wife Maurice. Right. I, I love her dearly, but him, he, Miz of mm-hmm. all people, the the loud mouth. You know, blase, blase, blah, yada, 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 person who don't like to be punched in the face and all this stuff. He ended up with Hunter. And the crazy well, part of this, he's an actor who when he watched the show. That's the crazy part. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. The Miz seems like the coolest dude to be around. Like, he'll, yeah. like, he'll pay the tab for a fucking entire bar if he wanted to. <laughs> and like, and then he seems funny. Like he actually seems like a genuine person and it ain't about, cause he's not the biggest guy in the roster. He's not the most no. cut guy in the roster. He's not the most professional wrestling tech technician in the roster. But I mean, maybe it's just like how it is with some people. When you see a guy with a girl and you're like, how the fuck? And then it's like, Oh, and then you meet the fucking person, and it's all this the personality oozes out, and you're like. And then ah, keep in mind, you can't you can't even say that Miz was on top when him and Maurice got together. Like, mm-hmm. like, so you can't even say, well, oh, she only went with him because he was he was a top person. No, like, and, and, that, and I think that's what I love about Maurice too. She was with him at the bottom, like, hey, like from the, from the bottom, from the, bottom from the, yeah. No. yeah. Yeah, Maurice oh, still top of the division. Oh. That's crazy part. So, so thank you for joining hey, Walrus. Go, go ahead, radio. sir. Because we don't cut the man off. I, I don't want. I don't again, want to ruffle no feathers. about the yeah, like, go ahead, interruptions and in between. Everybody, the weather has not been Usually good. Usually, my job. Wow, for all of us to discuss. Cut off right here. Tune in next week. We're gonna keep going with a couple times. I love to hear from us because you love to hear our mouths go off on all these good topics. Clutch, Douglas, Ben, Rip Rock. And Pat oh. Lee, the tribal chef. Thank you so much for being a part Damn, of it. I forgot Let's who the hell it was now. But it was okay. One is Cesaro. This is an easy one. Cesaro wrestler, the most sports entertainer. Who's the last one? Osmos. Osmos. Omos. 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 Yeah. Osmos. Omos. Yeah. That motherfucker. Moses. <laughs> Osmosis Jones. Osmosis. Osmosis. Sports oh. entertainer. I, he's not a wrestler. He's got to learn. He's got to learn the craft better. He's definitely an attraction. He's definitely yeah. a sports entertainer. Wrestler, definitely not, man. I mean, uh, you know, God willing, he learns. And he it looks like he wants to learn. From what I heard, every every time he's trying to learn his pace. Um, I mean, you learn from the best. Hey, hey Doug. Uh, Doug, I, I got one for you, sir. 
Stunning Steve Austin, wrestler, Stone Cold Steve Austin, entertainer. Absolutely agree. I agree. Okay. Yep. okay. I agree. Yeah, I mean, but it's funny because at the beginning of his list, he says that Stone Cold exempt from both lists. Yeah, because they have a good mixture of being both entertaining and wrestling. And I, I, still say, I, I, st- I still say Austin Stone Cold wasn't a good wrestler, and he didn't have to be. Absolutely. I, I will say that. Like he, and, and because he didn't have to be. That, that was the thing. Like, Stunning, I said this on this very podcast before. If you put Stunning Steve Austin and Stone Cold in the ring together, Stunning Steve Austin will out-wrestle Stone Cold like there's no tomorrow. Like, there's not even a... a, a out. There's no doubt. <laughs> At that point, when Stone Cold turned, like, he became Stone Cold, he became more of a brawl pole to mm. Like, he was more of a brawler than, you know, I'll beat your ass right. and then track you with a stunner and then that's it and I'm going by this. Moxley, basically, what he did the fucking 10 recently, bloodied that man to death. I thought, I thought I was witnessing a murder. I was like, Jesus Christ. I turned around, there's just blood everywhere. I was like, what happened? Like, what the, what in the brawling bullshit happened in fucking AEW two seconds ago? So I, I, do have a, I, I do have a question for, for you guys, especially uh, y- y'all, y'all New York cats. How, how y'all let Charlemagne, Envy, and Angela Yee have a better interview with Big E than Rosenberg, Ebro, and the other chick on Hot 97? <laughs> And they're supposed to be the wrestling friendly pot, the wrestling friendly radio. Show. <laughs> like, how, how does that even? Like, dude, like, I sat there and watched both interviews, and I'm like, oh, Hot 97, he just looks so uncomfortable. Like, y'all gonna ask me some questions? Like, like y- y'all, y'all got me doing this. You don't know white ish Wednesday. I didn't come up here for that. Like, <laughs> it was. I, I don't, I don't know what the fuck happened, man. I, I, I felt mean, bad for my guy on that. I ninety seven is garbage, like uh, the Brussels Club been saying, but you know what I know. Whoa! I ninety seven is you know what? Not I can't even say that. Anyway. You know what's funny? <laughs> it's because Charlem- Charlemagne will ask some tough ass questions, and Biggie don't run from smoke. He'll put his own yeah. little hand. So. Yeah, because he asked him about the political beliefs and stuff like that. I, I enjoyed that interview because it was like it was it, it was questions that you know you just you, most people wouldn't know to ask you know in that realm. Like, so how do you feel about such and such and such and such? And Biggie he held his own or what have you. Like, it was a great interview. It says when I watched the Hot ninety seven, when I was just like, and then maybe like the last three minutes. You know, <laughs> they got to the interview part. I was just like, "That's it." Like, hot ninety-seven. Hot ninety-seven is sports entertainment, and then Charlamagne <laughs> is fucking wrestling. There you go. And Rosenberg's on that WWE role, also. You he ain't trying to rough on feathers, no Right, right. Charlamagne is like, I'll ask any damn question I want. Can't nobody say, say tell me. 
There we go. That's really what made like, different. Even, even Ebro, Ebro, he called when he said he called the, the the kids that he went to school with keggers or something. And he was like, "Those are your words, not mine." Like he was like, "Nah, <laughs> you ain't gonna get me to say that. no, Mm-mm, no." You're not trying that one. Don't 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 put words in my mouth for that one. Uh, um, I don't know how that went down, but um, Duck did actually have a topic of discussion. I think we put it up there. It was about oh. video games and wrestling. Mm-hmm. All right, can I ask you guys one thing? You guys know what the first wrestling game was for either WWE or just wrestling games in, in general? Oh, in general, what? What? Good. All right. So the first wrestling game was actually a. A Japanese game called Tag Team Wrestling. It was the most trash-ass wrestling game you can ever look it up on YouTube. In 1983, that was for that was for just like general wrestling. Like I uh-huh. assumed always it was pro wrestling, right? For WWE, uh-huh. there was actually a game called Micro League Wrestling. For the Commodore 64 and Atari in 1987. Wow. Atari. Now, let me explain how the game works. Listen to this audio. That's a... It's like a white noise audio. And you select your wrestler of Hulk or Savage. You pick your move. And then based on the move... It's like a kind of, I guess, of uh, rock, paper, scissors, whole, um, stomp, punch, elbow, shoulder block, clothesline. You don't really... They show footage of WWE in this pixelated way, and mm-hmm. you take your turns picking your thing. It's a, it's, that white noise is just annoying. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. And then you have Vince and uh, them giving commentary downstairs in the little, little comment section. It, you guys got to just watch it. I just I assume pro wrestling was the first pro wrestling game with yeah. Nintendo, and God, that was leagues and bounds beyond what the hell we were given for the first I mean, WWF game and the wrestling game. It was, but that fucking song that played in the background is fucking Hold on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hold up. Yo. So, wait, hold so, up. Pledge. Yep. Alright, so so great greatest wrestling game. Uh, uh are, are, are we gonna say no mercy but uh N sixty four? Now Pat isn't here. I, I, Pat, Pat I, and all of what? Oh, I'll put that in my. I can't say it's the greatest. I'll put it in my top three. Okay, I'll put it in my top three. I have to give my top three. It's that me. It comes to me. Touch your mouth. Okay, of course. Me what about you, Doug? Me and Pat. Pat said it, and I agree with him. No mercy is mad overrated. Wow! Wow! I agree. I agree. Sorry. Really? And, uh, and, and, and what's this? And what's this, uh, Duck? 
for me, like, it just wasn't hitting. Like, for me, when it comes to, like, like the N64 and WWE games, No uh, Mercy was it for me. Well, not No Mercy. Uh, WrestleMania 2000 was it for me. I love the feel of WrestleMania. I love the action in WrestleMania. Like, like shit just seemed... And I guess for me also, I've played with friends and and it was just fun. Even the create the creation was fun. Like creating wrestler was fun. The Royal Rumble mm-hmm. was fun. Like you always had fun every time you play. I to this day I play it and I had fun. Mm-hmm. Like No Mercy wasn't bad, but they tried to take something that just should have been arcadey and then try to make it more real with the whole story mode and things like that. And I feel like a lot of the the moves to me was kind of sluggish. It was a little slow. Not too much. Like it wasn't horrible. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it up there as like like it's a lot of people's best, and I'm just like over WrestleMania 2000. See, to me, I, I I look at it. To me, they were the same games. It's just No Mercy had a story, and I like the fact that I think what sends No Mercy gives No Mercy the edge is the fact that you didn't have to follow that same path. Like you could, you actually had an option. And this was before obviously uh, SmackDown, here comes the pain and all that, where they gave you different options. But if you went one way then the story went in that direction, if you went another way, then the story went in the other direction. For me at that point, it was just like, okay, so what happens if I do this? And it made you want to go back and like, okay, so I went this way this time. What happens if I go this way? What happens if I go left or go right? So yeah, I, I yeah. you know, from from a story perspective, I did like to see how the uh, computer animators they they did their stories and how they came together and stuff like that. So, and I agree, mm-hmm. WrestleMania uh, two thousand. Great game, great, great, great. Um, but yeah, if I if I had to pick between the two, give me no mercy over over over, over uh two thousand. Wow, you know, wow. I think okay. it was a very underrated game too, though. Hmm. I think it was WrestleMania nineteen for the GameCube. I don't know if y'all remember that. Yeah. Was, was that was that the one with uh Kurt on the cover? Yeah, Kurt. Yeah, Brian yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. And the storyline was a kick that you chose us a wrestler that you wanted, so you sabotage a WrestleMania and everything. And you took a short like the boy and everything. I had a blast with that game. Low key, low key, that was one of my favorite games because Stephanie was trying to sabotage all the old thing for wrestling. Like, oh shit. <laughs> so that so me, I just try to spice it up a bit. I'll show more like yeah, that was a low key fun game. Very, it was a different storyline, something blatant you So, so let me ask y'all this: Do y'all do y'all play the uh, the WWE Champions game on, on your phones now? I used to. I know I haven't. Yeah, I played it. I don't know. I have not. I don't even have time to be on my phone half the time. So besides the post up and say, yo, we got a new episode out and then just go back to fucking work or <clears throat> spread the news by social media. Nah, man. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But, uh, 
Let me see. Like, WCW I, I, versus I, I, the world. Over. No, you said you said no. the world. I was gonna say revenge personally. But. Yeah, revenge. Yeah, definitely revenge not the world. Like that. WCW yeah. versus the world actually had trash. no mercy. No, I want that had the no mercy. No, no, I want to make sure. No mercy. No, I want you. No, no, no. I want I want you to be clear with yourself. Do you say the versus the world or WCW versus NWO World Tour? Because those are two I, separate games. Not World Tour. I just want. World tour, okay, because like you were saying, the world. I was just want to be like, yo, I'm kicking you off the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the world versus versus the world. I think it was. Oh, no, I think the only game that was worse than that was what Mayhem. That was trash. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that was garbage. That was super garbage. That was trash. The Thunder was really like right after Revenge, and that was don't oh, bro. That was- I'm no. sure WCW versus the world at JC Penney's, bruh. Alright, alright, wait, wait, wait. I'll give you this. How about how about them TNA games though? Nah, I hey, never listen. Played that shit was horrible, bruh. The TNA games are horrible. They the worst. WCW not- versus the world is better than that shit, bruh. Nah, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's I ain't even lie. gonna hold you, fam. TNA was better than WCW versus the world. <laughs> nah, here's where you're going to hit a good snag because, all right, remember the WWF games when they first came out? It was like Attitude and Warzone and all that stuff. And it was yeah. like 1999, right? And it was like you had to do a bunk combination for super, uh, like the super kick or all that shit like that. Then ECW yeah, yeah. decided to join the group and they'd be like, all right, we got our overdue game. And it was like, y'all copied and pasted the exact. Same shit, like uh, there was no, y'all didn't even try anything different. Yeah, nah, that shit well, was you, Rob, you could argue they said, well, they could say, well, WWE took our whole style and made the attitude there, so it's y'all owe us that. Like, they, I mean, that's, they, that's they, true. Stole us. <laughs> they can, they can have that argument and actually win that case in court. So it's like, yeah, y'all owe us that. So give, get, we'll just take y'all blueprint and you know. Yeah. Can we can we talk about how WWE low key is like the culture uh the culture vultures of just the rest of the world? Like they just appropriate shit and get away with it. It should be fine. <laughs> yes. Oh, speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it, sir. Give, give me yes, an example. Like, like really thinking about it, right? Like this prime example right here, right? Like you just noticed, right? With the video, with the video game, mm-hmm. or, or I mean, not the video game, like the attitude era, literally stole right. it from ECW, kept it moving, right? Nobody said yeah. anything. Another example, um, the simple fact that WWE literally, literally takes people from other companies, hires them. Mm-hmm. Nobody says shit, right? Right. WCW was doing it first. It was a big issue. WWE started doing it. Nobody said anything. AEW oh, does it. Yo, why the fuck they doing that, fam? Why are they hiring man. all these ex WWE? <laughs> what about what about also what WWE? They started having the cruiserweight stuff at the same right. time. We had Taka Michinoku being the champion, and all of a sudden, because right. they were copying WCWs, so. So, so we go back to if you really want to be 
and, and I'm gonna show my old old man age here, but like w w f you know this all started back when Vince basically bought out all the territories you know Hogan was an a w a person and he right. basically took them and you know savage savage uh not savage uh Piper he was big on the west coast. WWE uh, Vince scooped them or what have you. He just bought all the territory. So, as they say in wrestling, nothing is new under the sun. But to your point, Doug, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree when people like, like, like jump on AEW. Like, man, they hiring all these talents from such and such and such. Doug, I think you said something either it was last week or a week before or something like that. How you look at these guys who've been vets. Your your Brian your Daniel Bryan's your your uh, Adam Cole's your CM Punk's or whatever who are all legitimate who are vets who have been wrestling like Kevin Owens has been wrestling for Kevin Steen was wrestling in Ring of Honor and got for God knows how long you look at Tyler Black you look at Sean Moxley you know these are all people I think. Here's where the analogy goes: If a tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it, does it still fall? Or however that saying goes, does it make any noise or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like I think because you could argue that the machine that the WWE has made them bigger stars than than they were when they before they got to the WWE. You know. Case in point, if AJ Styles went to AEW now, the internet would have a shit fit saying, oh my God, you know, why is AEW signing ex-WWE star AJ Styles? Uh, sir, and or ma'am. You do realize AJ Styles was... <laughs> but he was wrestling long before he came to the WWE. But I yeah. think because the WWE is such a giant, what we talked about earlier, it's such a conglomerate to where now the casual person may know AJ Styles as opposed to when he was in TNA or when. So I think that's where the and you got to keep in mind, you know, a lot of like, when I'm talking like like people outside of a wrestling group or outside of just wrestling fans in general the wwe again is a mainstream company so it's it's broadcasted on more platforms or what have you this that and the other so a lot of people this is their introduction to these people so when they see these people go to another company they automatically assume well this is where they got they start from no no like like we go back to how many times have you heard people say, I used to watch wrestling back when The Rock and Stone Cold was there and da 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 in the Attitude Era? You ask somebody about stunning Steve Austin. Who? That, Who's that? Like, what? Like, oh, no, no, no. like, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, Paul, Paul Orndorff, remember him? Ooh. Yeah, oh. like, like if you like to the to the casual fan, there are three people in WCW that 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 people will resonate with: Sting, Flair, Goldberg. You're right. That's about it. Like, and, and I mean, and there were big. A lot of people 
a lot of people don't know about Booker T's run in WCW. A lot of people don't know that before. A lot of people think Diamond, da- and I know people who thought that Diamond Dallas Page was a new guy when he was stalking the Undertaker's wife. What? Yeah. Like what? Yeah, um, right. look look at Vader. People will be like, look, look, "Oh, what? Who's this guy fighting Shawn Michaels?" Like. Are you fucking? Yeah, kidding? exactly, exactly. Like, like you know. So I duck to your point. I think that's where the, you know, because if you know, you know. Like, like that. If oh, you notice, know, more more pure fans, they they don't really harp over their their take. Like, I don't really go by the whole where they're using a bunch of ex WWE guys because I think that's a a poor narrative. Because again, it's like saying. You know, I worked at this job for ten years, and then I went somewhere else. Like if I, like if I worked at, uh, let's see, give me give me a burger joint. What's a burger place? Yeah, burger no. King. Burger King. Yeah, I worked at Burger King for ten years. Then I went to work for McDonald's for five years, and then I went back to and worked at Arby's for seven years. Like, you know, people. They may not know my Burger King past. They just knew me from McDonald's because I happen to be on the drive-through window for whatever reason. My picture is posted up on the window. Oh, they stole the McDonald's guy. No, I just worked in fast food all these years. I just happen to work for various companies. But, you know, I just think like that's But most people. If you follow the sport or what have you, real fans, they know what's up, like. Yeah, nah, and I'm and I'm with you. Like you, you, you heard me just talk about it. See me talk about it too. Like it's it's the weirdest argument, bro. It's like <laughs> oh, it's like and, like and like and this is where like my issue comes in because it's like yo, if you got biases, bro. Just say that. Like just say right. your bias, but just stick to your bias. You right. know what I'm saying? And I'm fine with you. Like if you want to talk, all right, let's talk. But then once you start throwing bullshit, like oh. They're hiring ex WWE guys. It's like yo, fam, WWE ain't even got WWE guys. They got all <laughs> indie people. That's facts. That, that is facts. Again, like you, if you look at their homegrown talent now, they, and, and to, to I'm a I'm a sidebar for a second because a lot of people think that NXT 2.0 is trash right now, and and I'm like, what? well. I'm a glass half full type of person. I've said this before. So I'm looking at it like, okay, for all you critics who say, well, the WWE doesn't have any quote unquote WWE guys, like give these guys a chance. I I get why he wanted to rebrand the, 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 the brand of NXT to get them ready for the main roster, which was initially the the point to begin with of NXT Mm -hmm. just to get them ready for the main roster. So Right. I have no issue seeing your Braun Breakers or all these other guys come through, and and it's going to take time for them to build and and get these guys up into that level. But again, NXT was the epitome of bringing in people from your Ring of Honors, from your New Japan's, from your you know this, that, the other, and you know, you had your Finn Balor's, you had your Finn yeah. Balor's, you had your Nakamura's. Yeah. Yeah, Joe coming in. Yeah. You know, uh, Bobby Roode. Uh, Bobby Roode. Shit. But here's, here's, here's one of the things. I will say, I don't know who's shitting on a new NXT. 
I will say you have a lot of fucking talent in there that is being hot. Listen, Steiner is being highlighted perfectly. That kid is that kid's money. Go go go. Mm-hmm. Joe Gacy. I don't know if that's supposed to be like a thing on like whatever. I mean, Joe Gacy and then Holland. Is that, is that the is that the Sopranos guy? No the, no 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 no. Guy. no, no, no. Okay. The, the Gacy guy is the uh, I think he he's the um, he's the one with the safe space and trying to be correct and shit and oh, like okay. ooh, I got you, you yeah, trying yeah. to hit you trying to hit buttons but then he's teamed up with Holland now or they're like a group or I don't know what they are <laughs> it's kind of weird but I get it like y'all mm-hmm. doing something different and these talent are not bad at all in the ring and what they're doing. Let the talent fucking grow. It's gonna yeah, happen. let let them let them let them develop because We're again they have to learn. Stop it. Stop and, it. and for people who saying, well, they gotta learn the WWE style. It, I look at it as, you know, Duck. If I come to your job, it don't matter if I've been doing the same thing. I still have to learn your company and how your company operates. So it's 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 like. It's like starting from scratch anyway. So for those guys, they got to learn the WWE style, which I personally enjoy for different reasons. You know, just facial expressions. Like I get the little nuances that they, that they, uh, I think Clutch spoke on this earlier in this conversation, especially at live events where they get to be more, have more free reign where they can really like play to the crowd and play to, you know, even on television, like they play to the camera with facial expressions and stuff like that. And it's just like, ooh, like it, it's a it's definitely a, a, a work in progress as far as NXT 2.0 is concerned. And I, I'm hoping more stars come from that. So the WWE can say that they have more homegrown talent and on a sidebar. Shout out to Mandy Rose and how good she looks with that NXT Women's Championship. I just want to point that out. Like, I, I am a huge Mandy Rose fan, but uh, <laughs> for more reasons than one, and I'll just leave it at that. But uh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, well, um, <laughs> we gotta kind of wrap it up, Clutch. If you want to say some few words about the whole. NXT 2.0 real quick and then jump on that and then we're going to have to exit on this one we're running on almost two hours on this I don't mind I love I love talking with you guys I always love it but um, podcast sakes <laughs> we can't be going a little too uh, hard well the thing is you kind of knew what was going to happen once Adam Cole got you know the he left I kind of knew that the direction with NXT they was going to go back to that you know let's make entertainers opposed to wrestlers and which is fine with me because i watched the nxt 2.0 i'm still a little mixed with champa being champion because to me it's kind of like meh however you know like as codrick just said mandy rose being champion and uh toxic attraction holding all the gold that's just the first step of the direction that they're trying to go building new stars so when they do eventually get to the main roster they're going to be somewhat known because, again, I don't know how often, you know, most of the universe watches NXT. But Mandy Rose is someone that's already familiar being on the main roster. So that'll somewhat help them when they sit there and transition on to going back there. However, 
I think it's just gonna take a minute for the new NXT, like after they first take over, where they really start going take over, take over. <laughs> like, yeah, really like they start over. going to these arenas again. Like when they start going to these arenas mm-hmm. and everything, I think they'll be fine, and they'll get their name and everything out there. Quick sidebar: I like Damian Priest's new theme song. It's way better than his last one. However, mm-hmm. but um, like I said, I think NXT 2.0 will be just fine. That's great, man. That's great. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining War Wrestling Alliance Radio with this almost a freestyle because Mr. Kodrick, you brought up so many good thing topics yourself. We were talking about we were supposed to talk about video games for a little bit and then go into a freestyle, but then you joined in and then you made this conversation amazing. Your knowledge is vast and you know definitely appreciated clutch always in the clutch joining the conversations but of course man i I appreciate y'all having me man of course every time thank you guys so much and we'll see you guys next time next week on war wrestling alliance radio we are not doing this yes we are yes we are ladies and gentlemen i'll give you five seconds before you go to bed and i was your tribal chief there you go (laughs) 